Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Gina Romantini, who brings rock and roll to the violin with her high energy and diverse background in bluegrass, jazz, rock, and punk rock. She's certainly paving her own unique and exciting journey as a musician. Let's get right into talking about your exciting journey, Gina, and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Summer. Absolutely. So let's get right into this by talking about your journey as a musician, musical director, and violinist. I I think that's just so cool that you're parlaying like violin with rock and roll. That is just so awesome. So let's talk about that. So, I mean, as a child, I I started playing violin when I was four. And um, I kind of got really bored with orchestra. And... um, kind of around age 12 or so started realizing that I could play along to like my favorite like rock music and like I I started learning how to improvise by like playing along to Tom Petty and like I I would just yeah I would just play like Wildflowers like over and over and over again and I would just like like learn all the guitar lines and like it was it was pretty cool and then I, I kind of joined jazz band and like learned how to improvise that way and then kind of got thrown into like the band world, which is not really necessarily, I, I don't even remember when I decided that I wanted to be a professional musician, but like I kind of realized that I knew what I was doing when I was about like 12 or 13. And I started like playing out all the time. My dad would go with me and we would go busking and we'd go, I had all these restaurant gigs and I would make probably the same amount of money that I make right now per day. Wow. I was just like killing it standing on the street, like at a farmer's market with my little violin case open, like playing the hits. And uh, so I, I got major, uh, major, like I, I got over all my stage fright and all of that, like really early in life, which was really cool. Yeah, that is really cool because, you know, people who have been in front of others and performing for years are still yet to get over stage fright. So how did you do that? Was it just an organic thing for you? It's so funny. So I had like debilitating stage fright as a child. Like I I was in like choir and in orchestra and there would be times that like my parents would have to come like rescue me because I would like have panic attacks on stage and they would have to like come grab me and I like couldn't finish the show. And so when I, when I like started doing my solo performances with my dad in tow, like I started just being like, all right, Hey, I I'm a badass. Like look at all these people. They're like really into what I'm doing this is cool. I think I'm doing something cool here. Yes. And that kind of gave me the confidence to be able to kind of just jump in. Something I tell my students all the time is like, play like you're playing on purpose. Like you're not just holding the violin to make like little tweaky sounds and like be in the background, you know, you, you want to like fill up space, you know, right. And, and make people like listen to you. Right. And that's something that I, I know women have to deal with all the time. We have to like, be like, hey, listen to me. So I Absolutely. just kind of had to kind of make myself be able to have that happen through my through my instruments. 
Well, that is so cool because really it's how you feel comfortable with yourself. If you feel comfortable in your own skin and then just letting yourself be like really be. So now who have you collaborated with and performed with and what are your latest projects? Okay. So I guess I can, I can name drop all of, all of the (laughs) coolest bands that I've played with. Um, I've played with the Wallflowers. I've played with this band from Chicago called Cornmeal, who's like a bluegrass jam band. I played with Fountains of Wayne for like one of my favorite bands of all time. And like, I don't know, I played with the Doobie Brothers and a couple of shows with them. (laughs) And just like all of these like random things. Let's see, I played with the Jayhawks. Um, And now I've got my own band too. Um, I'm like co-lead singer and I've got a band called Circa 62. Circa, not like circus, but like of the year 62. Yeah, Circa, uh uh-huh. yeah, that's the first thing people ask. It's like, oh, circus? Circus? No, 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 circus. No, no, circa. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so it, it, that's been pretty exciting because I'm I'm singing in that and playing keys. I'm one of the two two lead singers, and uh, that's been really fun because I've never been like in in the front before and like singing lead, and it's it's, it's been really fun, and I'm really excited about that. That is so cool. Yeah. Now, do you have any? new songs records eps anything coming out we've got an ep that's on spotify and all the uh all the online things right now that is i think it's just called circa 62 we've got a full-length album that we are finishing up right now that uh tommy stinson of the replacements is going to sing on and as well as a couple wow, other so friends cool. yeah so i'm like really excited about that but that one is still sitting in dropbox right now so, gotcha. but that's, ah. that's going to be, I, I'm hoping this year, I'm hoping we're going to get it out before the end of the year. So I will keep you posted as soon as Tommy Simpson gives me those tracks. <laughs> wow. That is so cool. Now you just got back from tour, correct? I did. I just did a, a few dates with, um, so Chris Collingwood, who's one of the singers of Fountains of Wayne, who is like one of my favorite people. Um, he invited me to do a few shows. Um, they did this like, it's called Songs and Stories, and it's the four guys. It's uh, the guy from Eve Six, from Marcy Playground, from uh, Everclear, and then from Fountains of Wayne. And it's just acoustic, and it's super cool. Oh, and it was like awesome. kind of an honor to be a, be a part of that. And it was it was really really fun. And I just got back from that. What a wonderful experience! And boy, I can tell you that storytelling. And combined with music is so engaging. It's so fun to watch. I totally, love that. Totally. So, and they do like a Q and A Q&A at the end, and like so people get to come up and, and ask them questions. It's, it, and it's really, it's really a cool show. That is. I wish really it wasn't over, so I could tell people to go see it. What but a great experience! Again. So yeah, yeah, that was pretty pretty cool um hanging out with those guys at at all you know (laughs) oh absolutely well hanging out and being a musician and you know just really being a part of a group experience like that is just so inspiring and congratulations on your band and the ep and the record that is so exciting you've got a lot on your plate lady yeah yeah i mean (laughs) the other thing i do is I'm, i'm like a session musician so i'm like filling my day with like playing on all these random artist tracks and I just do that from my little home studio and I teach lessons to like really advanced violin and viola kids and that's really fun and I'm just kind of like 
kind of finding my groove here. That's finally, five years into living in LA, I feel like I'm finally getting where I'm supposed to be on. Oh, doesn't that feel great? And you've got like your yeah. full of rock, basically. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally. Cool. So mm -hmm. my, my next question is, what's been your biggest challenge as a musician and how have you overcome it? Let's see. Okay. So like touring, I mean, I started touring like right out of high school. So like I, I had no idea what to expect. And the first band I toured with was an Irish punk band. I, oh, so that's, that's another genre that I play too. I play with this band called the Mahones and uh -huh. I do a lot of touring with them. And they're like a kind of bigger, like Canadian Irish punk band. And I do a lot of like Europe with them and, and they're super cool. But circling back to my first experience with that genre of music, there was a Milwaukee based band, which is my hometown, uh, okay. called Whiskey of the Dam. And they, that was my first tour ever. And that was a kind of like get in the van and like, here's a beer, sit in the back seat. We're going to go to Indiana and play some shows kind of tour. <laughs> And I don't know how my, my mom was okay with that, but like, it totally like got me, I mean, playing four hours a night in like pubs, that's yeah. how we started, you know, and then it got a lot better from there, but it was, the whole thing was fun, but like, I feel like I really paid my dues that way because we, we like, we did it, you know, we, we were playing every night for like a few hours and like lugging gear and like living in this little van and touring nonstop. Yeah. So that was, um, that was, that was for sure a challenge. Um, moving to LA, that was a really big challenge for me. I drove my car across the country from Milwaukee by myself. Um, and didn't That's really great. know anything about Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how I did that. I don't, I, I don't know. I, it's pretty cool. I, That's really cool. I don't think I would do that right now. It's pretty scary, but like, yeah. That's I just, pretty I courageous. Yeah. yeah, that's really courageous. A single woman getting in her car, being young, and really Ellie being its own animal altogether, like taking that risk is a lot. Totally. And you totally did it. That is courageous. I call that courageous. Thank you. I, I saw my mom the other day, which was really cool because we did some Midwest shows. So I got to stop in Milwaukee and she was reminding me how like when I was 16, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to a fiddle camp in Ireland this summer. And I like had my little teaching job and I like saved up my money and I went to Ireland by myself and figured out a train and a bus and another train. And then I like did this, this whole thing. And then I went to Italy when I was 18 by myself and just like, like where, maybe it was because I didn't know how scary the world was yet. Right. But like, <laughs> I yeah. was like, I asked my mom, I was like, how did you let me do that? She was like, you were unstoppable. There was nothing we could do. Wow, that is so cool. And you know, some people just have that innate ability to like get up and go and who are more extroverted in certain ways, you know, I don't necessarily mean in every way, but certain ways and then have that courage. And I think you're absolutely right where you don't know, or really don't think about like the dangers of the world or what's so scary or what's going to be impeding your progress. And sometimes when you're younger, you just get up and go. Oh yeah, totally. Like there's there's no way I would go travel like that by myself after like now at age twenty eight. Like I, I couldn't do that because I know what's out there. Right. The but like I'm like did you see that a bunch of my gear just got stolen two weeks ago? Oh no. 
that was so that was a that was a challenge um yeah I was packing for this little run of shows I did and I I never leave anything in my car and I did for about three hours and in that three hours somebody like somehow opened the trunk of my car and took out my violin and my pedal board and (gasps) my MacBook and I, I like had to get on a plane three hours later and so yeah, oh. there, there's not a challenge for you. Oh my gosh, so, that's um, so sad. Yeah, yeah but I, I put up like a GoFundMe that day, yeah. and like I and I've got like people have been so supportive, and it's I, I've been like really feeling the love around that. It's been pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome, and so sorry that happened to you. Well, let's let's switch gears a little bit. So let me ask you what you consider one of your most successful or enlightening moments in your career thus far? Um, Getting to play with the Wallflowers when I was, I think, about 22. Um, I was on tour with this band, Trapper Shep is the guy's name, and he's from Milwaukee. And I I played in his band. Um, It was Trapper Shep and The Shades at the time. And we got a spot opening for the Wallflowers, which was like, you know, like the coolest thing ever to happen to a 22-year-old or so. Maybe even younger than that, actually. And so we played a few shows with them. And then a few days into the tour, I got approached by Jacob Dylan, and I didn't even know it was him. Wow. I, cool. I it was one of their crew. And he was like, hey, you want to sit in, sit in with us tomorrow? And I was like, uh, hell yeah, I do. And I didn't <laughs> know if it was like for real. But then I kind of got like sniped by the Wallflowers. And using like, all of the name dropping from that and some of my other gigs is how I've gotten so many other gigs. That is so cool. That is great. Yeah. So like playing, playing like First Avenue in Minneapolis, which is my favorite venue, uh, playing that show with the Wallflowers, my first show with them, with like a lot of my friends there. And it was, I think it was sold out. It was just like a packed house. It was just like the most magical moment of my life. What did that feel like? It was, it was so surreal, and it was just, like, like, I, I remember posting, like, back when, like, Facebook was, like, a thing. Right. <laughs> I remember posting a Facebook status and being, like, I can't believe that this just happened to me. Like, I, I can't believe that, like, I just went up on stage and played with the Wallflowers, who are, like, a band that I admire so much, and I've learned so much just by listening to them, and I, I just being up there and having like all the lights on me and everyone like cheering me on and I like got standing ovations and stuff when I played with them and it was just like the craziest thing and that really gave me a lot of confidence and that's kind of like how I ended up being able to be like okay hey I'm a I'm a badass all right right this is just how it's gonna be I'm gonna be a badass and this is this is gonna be my life now that is so cool carrying on that is awesome. And I love, love, love hearing about your journey. I love that, you know, you've taken this road that was courageous. It was daring. It was exciting. It was unknown. And yet you went there. You went there. And five years later, here you are where you want to be. And that is exciting. I love hearing stories like this. So my last question for you is what words of wisdom can you leave the listeners with today? I think my words of wisdom, like kind of like what I just said, would be you're not going to be able to do it until you tell yourself that you're a badass. And like, I I didn't think I was a badass when I was a kid. 
I just, you know, I was like, I was like a little awkward kid. And like, once I like decided that I was going to be like, I'm like, I'm going to go fucking play the violin for a living. I'm going to go be on stage and like jump around and like make people look at me and make people listen to what I have to say. You know, that's, it's, it's completely different. And it, it really opens up a lot of, a lot of the world for you. So I think just kind of believe that you're a badass and go make it happen. Well, good on you. I was just uh, watching some videos of you and I had one of my mentees here with me and he was working on some IT stuff. And I said, check out this video and look at her jump around. He's like, that's really freaking cool. That's really awesome. (laughs) Right. I think this is really cool. So, and I absolutely, I have to tell you, there's been many bands that not as many as I'd like to see, but some bands that I've seen with violinists and it always brings the music up to a different level for me. And it's just so thrilling to, to watch somebody play the violin and merge that with rock and roll. It is the coolest thing for me. Okay. I love that. So. It's such a dynamic instrument. And like, if it was up to me, well, not every band, but like, I like to say like every band needs me, but like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. it, it adds so much like dynamics and it adds like a whole different thing to what's going on on stage. And I get to kind of like add this whole new this whole new sound and this whole new like I guess it kind of makes the the genre a little bit different too and and what people are hearing and seeing on stage and and my little bouncing around kind of like brings a little more energy too well I mean I'm, I'm honored that I've gotten to play with such amazing artists and like when they tell me that like the show was better because of me and I just like die inside every time. (laughs) Oh, that is so cool because as Nigel from Spinal Tap would say, it brings it to an 11. So (laughs) yeah, always bring it to my, to 11. That's my other word of wisdom. Always go to 11. There you go. There you go. Thank you (laughs) for joining me on the core women podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. I'm sorry for the F word. Oh, no, you're totally cool. That's fine. If you'd like to know more about Gina, please go to her Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram social media pages. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women Home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 